mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today, a politically inspired title for your summer reading list, Make America Beautiful Again, is a satire inspired by the fact that truth really is stranger than fiction these days, from first-time author and Ohio native, Bo Bancroft. Also this morning, the dog days are here, and we have what you need, second half of summer essentials for your family and your pets. And, of course, we have more fun, easy, and yummy recipes from Kyra's Kitchen. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Today is Summer Leisure Day. I don't know why... This particular day, above all others, would be Summer Leisure Day, but it is. So, I guess we don't question it, we just celebrate. It is also Hammock Day, which is a pretty good way to celebrate Summer Leisure Day. Just lay out in your hammock and enjoy the day. Uh, Lion's Share Day, it is National Rat Catcher's Day. Uh, today is Pi Approximation Day. Now, March 14th is Pi Day because it's 3.14 is the value of Pi. 3.14, March 14th. Today is Pi Approximation Day because the mathematical constant of Pi can be expressed as a fraction 22 over 7, 22 sevenths. And if you do the math, 22 over 7 is roughly 3.14. It's roughly the value of pi. So today is pi approximation day, 22-7 or 7-22, July 22nd. So now you know. And uh, it is mango day. Let's not forget that. So reasons to celebrate today if you need one. So this is how you know you are having a bad day. (laughs) Uh, A California man says he tested positive for COVID and monkeypox at the same time. After testing positive for COVID-19, Mitchell Thompson began to notice red lesions all over his body. And then he realized he might have monkeypox. That's a, a common a symptom of uh, monkeypox. He said he was sick for weeks and notes the worst of it was when he could barely get out of bed uh, or even drink any water. Uh, Dr. Dean Winslow, professor of medicine at Stanford University, says it was was very rare. Uh, It's very rare to have both viruses, but it's still possible and an extraordinary stroke of bad luck for uh, Mr. Thompson. That is is how you know you are having a bad day (laughs) if you are dealing with monkeypox and COVID-19 at the same time. So (laughs) that's a bad day. No matter what happens to you today, if you don't uh, test positive for COVID and monkeypox at the same time, then it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, You know, in the news over the past couple of months, Uh, how the world has cracked down on Russia over their invasion of Ukraine. And it's not just on Russia, the nation, but on Russians uh, who are closely aligned with Vladimir Putin, notably those big, rich Russian oligarchs. They've been uh, seizing property and uh, freezing their assets in other countries international. Well, American investigators say they have found what might be a priceless Fabergé egg on a super yacht seized from a Russian oligarch. U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said on Wednesday that the yacht is currently docked in San Diego Bay after it was sailed from Fiji last month. Uh, U.S. law enforcement officers seized the $300 million yacht as one of the sanctions on wealthy Russians over the country's invasion of Ukraine, yada, yada, yada. If the jeweled egg found on board turns out to be a genuine Fabergé egg. It would be one of the very few remaining in the world and worth literally millions of dollars. And then I never would have uh, found it, never would have known it was there 
uh, had they uh, not seized the property of those Russian oligarchs, uh, those sanctions against Russians aligned with Putin. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's crazy. Some of the other uh, most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Friday morning started. <laughs> I, th- I saw this uh, story. Uh, it was the Wall Street Journal had this story. Yeah. And um, I it gave me a chuckle. You know how uh, we transitioned to working at home during the pandemic and uh, some folks uh, apparently are so craving the camaraderie in the office that you don't get when you're working remotely and it's just not the same on a zoom call Um, apparently there are some employees who have found an escape hatch and they're scrambling for this the return of the work trip. According to the journal, industry conferences have opened back up from the lockdown days. And while these business trips used to be an inconvenience to some workers back in the day, more employees are now eager to sign up for business travel. We've got a conference coming up. I'll go. <laughs> they just, just to have human contact again. Uh, the journal chatted with uh, designer Meg Fogel, who left her Atlanta home recently to attend the Neocon Commercial Interior Design Conference in Chicago. And uh, her husband was left to tend to the kids at home. She said, it was blissful. I didn't have anyone to be responsible for or to answer to. That's the other thing. Uh, we found that being at home all of the time, having to watch after the kids and everything can be rather overwhelming. And this is a way to just get away from it all, get a, get some manner of human contact and get away, get away from the kids of the family for a few days. Uh, she said she even got a, got a chance to see Top Gun Maverick while she was out of town and had a meal and a glass of wine at the theater uh, and all by herself. She's not alone. 44-year-old tech executive Andrew Bate upgraded his recent stay in Amsterdam for a travel and tech conference to a five-star stay at the Hyatt Regency, complete with a suite with canal views and a freestanding tub. He said, there's just something about a clean hotel room with no responsibilities. Uh, Conference organizers got hip to this trend quickly, and now uh, they are offering amenities for guests. So if you've got a business conference coming up, chances are good there may be some extra perks attached, maybe spa discounts, uh, free time baked in for guests to do their own thing. Uh, They don't want to sit in a ballroom and watch PowerPoint slides, said Diane Schwartz, chief executive with one such conference company. Uh, Some working couples, the article notes, are taking turns taking off on business trips, so neither spouse feels shortchanged on mommy or daddy duty. So that's, (laughs) again, one of those uh, maybe unexpected uh, consequences or unexpected effects of the uh, pandemic is (laughs) people are looking to get away on business trips now (laughs) where they used to avoid them. Gas prices, speaking of uh, travel, gas prices still sky high in many states. And so, and I think we uh, touched on this, was it yesterday we were talking about uh, the return of cruising uh, and and cruise companies are offering deals? Well, here's another story that uh, demonstrates, maybe it was the day before yesterday we were talking, I don't remember, I think earlier this week we were talking about the cruise industry offering uh, a lot of deals to try and get people back on, on cruise ships now. And the fact is, that some cruise lines are so desperate that they are marking down ticket prices to the point where it costs you less to take a cruise than it would to fill your gas tank. No kidding. Uh, The Washington Post says four and five night stays on Carnival Cruises to the Bahamas are now as low as $25 a night in August, excluding taxes and fees, but $25 a night in the month of August. So it's still summertime. Uh, similarly, a trip that's to the Bahamas on Carnival, uh, a trip to the Mexican Riviera on Carnival will set you back just $40 a night in August and $36 in September. And 
if you're looking to go further, uh, this may not be as cheap as filling up your car, but even a trip to Europe, a cruise to France and Italy on Princess Cruise Lines is going for $123 a night. Uh, You can't book a hotel room, you know, for a weekend getaway for, for that $123 a night. And with a rash of flight cancellations and lost luggage horror stories over the past couple of months, cruising might be the most headache-free way to travel. They say as the cruise industry shakes off the lockdowns of 2020, people are headed back to the water, but bargains can still be had as cruise lines uh, have uh, shaken off their pandemic-era capacity restrictions. They're looking to get people back on the ships and that means more rooms are available for those looking to get away and for those who would rather spend their money on an exotic getaway than fill up their tank for a road trip or just a trip to the grocery store. And you know, it's it's not uh, really all that uncommon. I, I remember uh, post 9-11, uh, and I think I've told this story uh, on the program before, right after uh, 9-11, uh, we, uh, my wife and I took the kids to New York for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in November of 2001. So just a couple of, uh, just a couple of months after nine 11 and, uh, everything was cheap. I mean, we got a hotel room usually ahead of the holiday season. All of those hotel rooms are booked up, but there were rooms available. They were cheap. They were about half the price they normally are. So whenever you have, you know, something like this, a big upending of the norms, you know, they want to get people back on the ships. They're going to mark down the uh, cruises dramatically, as it turns out. So if you're still looking for a uh, summer getaway, cruise might be your thing. So I want to check that out. And uh, finally, they bro- in the uh, among the first things you need to know this morning, the most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, Comic-Con in San Diego is getting underway. Uh, it is the first full in-person event since 2019. Organizers canceled the 2020 and 2021 events due to the pandemic, uh, but uh, it is back full scale in uh, San Diego, Comic-Con underway, and a concert set to take place this weekend, live streaming from inside a volcano. The Atlantis Concert for Earth is a global fundraiser to celebrate conservation taking place uh, today and tomorrow in Portugal. The amphitheater is next to two lakes inside an ancient volcano crater. Lineup includes the Black Eyed Peas, Pitbull, Stone Temple Pilots, a virtual performance by Sting, and more. The creator behind the event said it will celebrate conservationists and entrepreneurs from around the world who are coming up with tangible solutions to climate change. Yes, that's right. We want to protect Mother Earth by holding a big, massive concert with thousands of people inside a volcano. That makes sense. That makes sense. There you go. <laughs> so, But if you're looking for something to do this weekend, uh, that is uh, some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your TGI Friday morning started. WFIN News, I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather, plenty of sunshine expected again today with a high of 90. Just a few clouds tonight, a low of 69. A 16-year-old girl from Northwest Ohio has been missing for three weeks, and authorities believe she may be in Hancock or Hardin County. Catherine Fernandez was last seen leaving the Montpelier pool, and there's been no sign of her. Montpelier Police Chief Dan McGee. Catherine had arrived here, being placed here by Hancock County Job and Family Services. She was here less than 48 hours. His department believing it's a case of human trafficking. WTOL 11's Chase Bachman reporting. Get more on the website. A mural of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is coming to the overpass named after him in Finley. Mayor Mern says the mural will be visible from East Main Cross and accessible from the multi-use path along the river. This is an area we're going to be doing extensive work in the next couple of years with the downtown recreation area and improvements to the path and the river walk. So I'm excited for this to kind of be a catalyst for other improvements in the area and I think the community will really enjoy it. The mural will be created by the local artist who recently made the new mural that can be seen on the side of the baking company in Bread Needs. Get more of our conversation with the mayor about this new MLK mural on the website. 
In the wake of the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, lawmakers in Washington, including Republican Senator Rob Portman of Ohio, are moving to protect marriage equality from a possibly similar fate. Portman is co-sponsoring a bill that would protect marriage equality for same-sex couples, and we're hearing from him for the first time. When you look at just the shifting sentiment about this issue throughout the country, I think this is an issue that many Americans, regardless of their political affiliation, feel has been resolved. The House passed their version of the Respect for Marriage Act with 47 Republicans on board. Senator Portman is co-sponsoring the Senate's version of the bill. I'm Andrew Kinsey. AEP Ohio has another planned power outage scheduled for Finley. The city says this next one will affect some residents on the west side of town on Saturday morning at 6. The outage is expected to last no more than 30 minutes. All impacted customers should receive a notification from AEP. I'm Matt Demchek with 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM. Well, whoever first said that truth is stranger than fiction couldn't have known how accurate that statement would be in 2022, but here we are. Ohio native and first-time author Bo Bancroft uses the reality of the world we live in today to create a satirical tale of good versus evil and the importance of family and friends called Make America Beautiful Again. Bo, thanks very much for taking the time, first of all. So, uh, first question, what inspired you to write this book? Well, I think, Chris, uh, I, I don't know how it is for others, but at least for me, as our political machines get stronger, I feel like my individual voice is getting lost. And so writing Make America Beautiful Again really gave me a chance to to have a voice, to express my opinion. Uh, but I really didn't want to be just another angry person ranting about what's wrong in the, in the, in the country. So I, I, I chose satire to try to make it uh, fun and entertaining. And um, so far, uh, the readers and the reviews have, have agreed that I've taken some, some weighty topics and added uh, a touch of, uh, of entertainment and, and lightness to yeah, that. And, and to that end, uh, it has uh, been compared to uh, something of almost like a Mark Twain style novel for the modern day. People who know Mark Twain uh, know that he was uh, took a very a satirical view of modern life in his day. And this is kind of the same thing for the 21st century. Would you describe it as something of a, of a dark comedy perhaps? Uh, yeah, there is some dark comedy to it. Uh, I, I do think that some of the the Twain uh, uh, comparisons, which which is pretty heady uh, uh, for me, actually, uh, is, is so much of it takes place outside. So I really do uh, appreciate the nature in the world, and so it is very adventurous in the in the mm-hmm. Tom Sawyer esque uh, type of way. Uh, it, it's uh, it's not dark at the end. I would say more of it is is wry or or rather tongue in cheek uh, is is my my approach so, to uh, to some of these topics. So the story centers around the investigation of a terrorist attack where a hundred bombs mysteriously and surprisingly are detonated along the interstate highways of Georgia, blowing up billboards. So an interesting premise for satire. Kind of reminds me uh, of the joke about the person who pitched the Hogan's Heroes TV show. It's about a group of POWs in a Nazi prison camp. It's a comedy. <laughs> you know, this is kind of the kind of the same thing, that you wouldn't necessarily pick this as a, a, sat- a satirical uh, topic. Right. Well... I, I, I did want to touch on terrorism, uh, but without the uh, without the devastation to the, the human element. Yeah. So I and pers- and personally, I despise billboards and I dream about <laughs> blowing them up. So <laughs> it was see. kind of the perfect it was kind of the perfect marriage of the two. So, yeah, I, I, I wanted the terrorism element, that fear that rests with all of us but in more of an innocuous uh, manner so, and uh, blowing up billboards. So uh, kind of give us a, a general synopsis of how all of this weaves together in the story here. Well, it's, it, it is a rather complicated story, and it does appear to have many tangents that all come back together. But the, the, the terrorist attack 
is on a billboard company who is owned by by the protagonists, uh, the Worthington family. And the Worthington family, like all of us in our lives, you know, face uh, face a variety of challenges. One of their one of their siblings uh, is a returned vet with PTSD, and he has his own demons. Um, so the 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 terrorist attack is on the Worthington family business. And then, of course, you have the politicians that are trying to take advantage of, of all of uh, the, the fear mm-hmm. that the, the citizens have. Yeah. So there's an angle with the, the politicians. And then the white supremacist group, well, they're kind of tied into everything all throughout. Um, and so all of these different factors uh, in my book through the different characters uh, eventually merged to a uh, what I think is a, a, a dramatic conclusion. Now, as you mentioned, it is dark at times. Uh, it certainly is uh, very sharp-tongued, uh, as, as one could infer from uh, you know your description there. Um, but it's not, as you said, not dark at the end, and it is sort of a, a tale of good versus evil. So at the end of the day... Who are the winners and losers in the story? Uh, well, you know, that's one of the great things. I, I, I mentioned, Chris, how I feel like I don't have a voice. So when I get to create my own voice, I, 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 I get to serve justice the way that I want justice served. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so certainly the corrupt politicians and the white supremacists, uh, they lose in the end. And uh, my protagonists that are all tied together due to either uh, a family relationships or friends, that was really one of the points I wanted to get across was really during these difficult times, the best way to survive is through the human contact of your family and friends. So the, 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 the family prevails, the friends prevail in because they were loyal and, and stuck together. And I, I guess that emphasizes the, the point, and I think you were talking about it a little bit earlier, this is kind of from the everyman's uh, perspective, which you are, and you wrote in that vein or in that voice deliberately. Absolutely, Chris. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about other readers. I'm a, a voracious reader, but so many of the fiction novels, people seem to have these superhuman powers or very special skills. And, you know, what about the other 98% of us in the country? So I did, I purposely tried to, to make it relatable. And that's what folks have said. It's very, the characters are very relatable to anybody you might meet at a, at a, at a restaurant or, or just on the street. As we mentioned at the outset, uh, remind you of that old saying, truth is stranger than fiction, because you look at so many of these situations in the book, and you can certainly see them happening right now. Some of what we see actually playing out right now uh, seems like stranger than fiction. Do we run the risk of uh, getting to the point where we can't distinguish between the two? Uh, I think sometimes we already are, Chris. Uh, It's it's you know particularly here in Georgia we we are uh, we are a state that's you know in in a in a huge battle between the the the, the reds and the blues mm-hmm. and when you get in that state when you get in that 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 situation things get really ugly and I you know some of the things I wrote about the book were written before all of these other really weird things occurred. So for me, it was fiction, but ah, it became true. Um, <laughs> does that mean that there, does that mean that there might be a, a follow-up in the works or did you get everything out of your system in this book? Uh, well, there is a follow-up. So fortunately I, I, I was planning a follow-up, but it took a little uh, a new direction uh, after folks have read my book and they really uh, related to certain characters and people wanted more about about certain characters in the book. So uh, a core gang is back in book number two that I'm writing uh, right now. And uh, I work for Habitat for Humanity and uh, affordable housing is a huge issue. And so the uh, the antagonists in uh, book number two are those that are um, developers that are, are threatening affordable housing 
and my gang is uh, mm. trying to seek justice for that. <laughs> In the meantime, we'll enjoy Make America Beautiful Again, the uh, debut novel by uh, Bo Bancroft. And do you have a website where folks can learn more about the book? Yeah, great. Thank you for asking, Chris. Uh, my website is uh, Bo Bancroft. It's spelled just B-O, B-O uh, bancroft.com. Uh, and there you can be directed to the locations you can buy the book. And since we're all tied into Amazon, it seems, you can also just go directly to Amazon. Bo, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Best of luck with the book. Thank you so very much, Chris. I really appreciate the invitation. Have a great day. Well, on the line with us this morning is style and trend expert Brittany Levine uh, with what you need for you and your pets, both for the second half of summer, because it always seems like the 4th of July, you know, is that that uh, midway point. But in reality, there's still a, an awful lot of uh, summer left. So let's talk about some of the uh, big uh, essentials here uh, and some of the big trends. Start with swimwear. Yeah, of course. Well, what we're seeing in swimwear this year, Chris, is definitely that the one-piece wonder, that is back, one-piece bathing suits, especially for women. And then we're also seeing these swim skirts take, like, launch. And that's something where you can wear it not only in the water, mm -hmm. but you can take it from the beach to whatever you're playing, tennis to sunset cocktails and look like you have a full outfit on and a particular brand that's doing this and doing an amazing job at it is Albion Fit. A friend brought them to my attention this season and I love that they're designed all in house, but they really draw upon nature and all of its energy for inspiration. They have gorgeous prints, patterns and silhouettes that they have on their suits. And the best part, Chris, is that all of their suits work for so many different body types, shapes, and sizes. So I love that when it comes to a line that really caters to everyone. Let's talk about uh, personal uh, care, particularly uh, hair care. Obviously, it's tough uh, this time of year, given the extreme conditions. We're going to get into the hottest part of the summer season here in a couple of weeks. Exactly, exactly. And of course, protecting your hair in the summer, it's a definite essential. So we forget that our hair is really important because the sun is so damaging. And a particular brand that's doing great things with this is known as Hair Food. And they're known for nourishing your hair like you nourish your body, right? So all clean, simple, kitchen-crafted ingredients. And their products really help to repair, moisturize, and they don't contain any sulfates, dyes, or parabens. So we want to stay away from those. Um, but yeah, they're smoothing masks, they're damage recovery serums, they help to protect color-treated hair. So they're doing amazing things in the hair industry. And I particularly love their Aragon oil and avocado shampoo and conditioner. And it really helps to revive my hair that was feeling a little thirsty, especially after going in the pool, going in the ocean. It really gives you that rejuvenation that you need. So you can check them out at hairfood.com, but they're also available at a lot of your mass retailers nationwide. All right. So look for those. And as we mentioned, we're talking summer essentials, not just for, for ourselves, but for our pets as well. Oh, yes. Well, I know a lot of you out there are looking to travel, getting on your, your summer trips over the weekend, and you need peace of mind when it comes to your pets. And, and for dogs, that starts with the best food that they need to be eating. Jinx is that superfood packed nutrition brand that is all about clean, natural ingredients. They make food, toppers, treats, dental chews for your dogs. And really, they're for all breeds, ages, and sizes. So the best part about it, Chris, is that their recipes feature over 20 superfoods that are found in ingredients like sweet potato, pumpkin, carrot, organic chicken, real salmon. Very convenient for you. You can head on their website, thinkjinx.com, thinkjinx.com, and they have their subscription service. But you could also find them at Walmart, Chewy.com, and they're all about giving back, too, because every purchase on their site 1% goes towards feeding shelter dogs in need. So awesome. they're doing great things. And yeah, we also have for our cats as well. I know for our cat lovers, we can't leave you out. I know the, how hard it is to make sure that your litter box is clean, especially when you travel. And Whisker has come out with their newest iteration, their automatic 
self-cleaning litter box. This is a real thing that's known as the Litter Robot 4. And it's all about Chris really taking and eliminating every cat parent's dreaded chore of scooping <laughs> the litter box by doing it itself. I'm telling you, it's incredible. Uh, so it really helps. It only You have to empty it once every two weeks per cat and up to four cats can use it. So rest assured, you can travel easily knowing that this is going to be taken care of for you. And you can also control it. They have a smartphone app on Whisker so you can monitor all of it and Make sure you you know your cat's weight, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we got you covered there. That now now I I think there is officially an app for everything, but that is uber yes. cool right there. Uh, so again, uh, style and trend expert Brittany Levine with uh, her hottest summer essentials. What you need as we head into this second half of summer, although as we mentioned, still lots of summer left. Where do we get more information on all of this, Brittany? So you can head over to my Instagram at Brittany H. Levine. I have a link in my bio there that will take you to my website, BrittanyHLevine.com. And you can, there on my site, you have all of these products for you. Check them out. They're pictures, they're links, so you can learn a little bit more. And of course, always feel free to message me and I can answer any questions that you might have. Awesome stuff. We'll get it linked up on our webpage. Brittany, thanks very much. Thanks so much, Chris. Have a great day and a great rest of your summer. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Today's update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. Boy, do we have a great collection of broken news this morning. Item number one comes from Rapid City, South Dakota, where a man with an axe is accused of causing over $100,000 in damage to multiple cars at several local dealerships. Police responded Tuesday to uh, calls about several cars being damaged by an axe. Joseph Bonnet damaged almost three dozen cars at two different dealerships with an axe. I mean, I don't know what he he had an axe to grind. (laughs) Anyway, uh, not sure why he did this. But this is the kicker on it. The affected dealers say replacing the cars is not an option because of supply chain issues. They can't replace the cars that were damaged. And obviously they can't sell them. They're really in trouble. Uh, Item number two, San Antonio, Texas, where testimony will continue today in the trial of a man accused of running over his wife in 2020. David Estrada accused of running over... His wife, Dominga, after she walked away from him during an argument. (laughs) On Wednesday, the jury heard testimony from a detective who said that Mr. Estrada at first denied running over his wife, but then admitted to what he had done and said, quote, she should have gotten out of the way. (laughs) Well, it's her fault. She should have gotten out of the way. That's a very unique uh, defense there. She should have gotten out of the way. It does make some logical sense, I guess. <clears throat> Sometimes you don't have to go very far. Find the broken news. A Cincinnati woman is free on bond as she faces accusations that he, uh, she attacked another woman with a toilet seat. <laughs> An interesting weapon of choice. Investigators report that... Daisha Vaughn kicked in the victim's door while she was in the shower and then began punching her in the face. Hamilton County Prosecutor Joe Dieters says Ms. Vaughn then grabbed the toilet seat and struck the victim in the head, causing injury. (laughs) She's due back in court next week. No, uh, the story doesn't say why uh, all of this happened, but (laughs) why she attacked someone with a toilet seat. All righty. Also fairly close to home, a senior, get this, a senior U.S. military scientist working on an advanced propulsion technology at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton allegedly tricked a contractor into hiring an unqualified sex worker as an administrative technician. Here is the story. Dr. James Gord a highly decorated civilian Air Force employee 
said he met a young professional while on a flight to Washington, D.C., and was very impressed with how she presented herself. She's also really hot, he told the contractor. (laughs) But after the contractor then hired the woman on uh, Dr. Gord's recommendation, uh, the contractor quickly became frustrated with her lack of capability in the position. (laughs) She just didn't seem to know what she was doing. Over her first few months on the job, she was not timely with her expenses, did not fully understand how to use basic word processing and document creation software, and struggled to formulate coherent inter-office emails. (laughs) She also, this is when he really got suspicious, she also failed to provide her college transcripts as requested. When the contractor confronted Dr. Gord, he confessed that she was a prostitute he had met in Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) in his defense he did not say i mean he just described her as a young professional he didn't really say a professional at what so (laughs) and the real kicker in all of this just just before the contractor was set to fire the woman she resigned to take a job at his main competitor So apparently he wasn't the only one who was taken in by her uh, charms, but uh, (laughs) she left to join his main competitor. All right. (laughs) It's a crazy story all the way around. Uh, From the international file, the broken news... Scotland Yard has finally caught up with some thieves suspected of stealing $30 million worth of diamonds and cash back in December of 2019, and you'll never guess how they got a break in the case. After the theft, detectives really didn't have much to go on at first, but then they came across security camera footage that showed the suspects catching a cab after the heist. Now, there are like 1,900 cabs in this part of of England. So they went one by one through all of the cab drivers and finally found the cabbie who remembered this trio of burglars. He didn't know they were burglars at the time. They got the cab records, showed that the driver took the suspects to a low-budget motel. Detective Constable Thomas Grimshaw then visited the motel and asked the receptionist there if she remembered the group of young men staying there. Now, mind you, this has been like two, three years ago, and you would think, what are the chances that uh, that they remember? But it turns out that she remembered them very clearly indeed, because one of the group had sent a string of lewd messages to the hotel's after-hours text messaging service, one of which included an explicit picture of his junk. Uh, he was sexting the uh, uh, the women at the hotel. Uh, staff even saved the man's phone number uh, as weirdo, just in case they might need it later. And it turned out they did. The uh, detective said, once I got this information, I felt like we had probably identified the right group of people. <laughs> the hotel... Actually, made a photocopy of his photo ID that he used when he checked in. Used his actual ID, not a fake ID. Uh, the hotel gave the photocopy to the cops, and you can probably figure out the rest. <laughs> a unique break in the case, but you know, cops will take it any way they can get it uh, to clear the uh, case. And <laughs> it just goes to show that sometimes the criminals aren't too bright. And finally, in the broken news this morning, told you it was a good collection of broken news this morning, finally, the bomb squad in San Diego called in after a woman took her smoking SUV to a local Jiffy Lube location. They called the bomb squad because mechanics found two bags filled with a powder taped to the underside of the SUV. The investigation said, can you check out uh, my vehicle smoking? I don't know why. Well, they put it up on a lift and they figured out why. 
The investigation started about 11 o'clock Wednesday morning, shut down a full city block uh, in San Diego for about an hour. The bomb squad went under the SUV and removed two bundles wrapped in plastic and a small electronic device. Investigators, though, as it turns out, said that there was no threat of an explosion, but they have not said what the powder or the electronic device actually were. (laughs) That's just weird. That is just all kinds of weird. There you go. We'll follow up if we get a uh, uh, more information on the story. There you go. That is uh, today's broken news report. This update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. This message provided by WFIN. And now your daily download, the numbers behind the news and the statistics that shape our lives. A growing number of consumers are grumbling online about smaller portion sizes while dining out as shrinkflation rears its ugly head again. Shrinkflation is what happens when businesses, instead of raising prices, because people are very sensitive to price increases nowadays, so instead of raising prices, they instead... Uh, shrink portion sizes give you less for the same amount of money and it's something that many struggling businesses have been doing and according to data from the review site yelp consumers are starting to take notice of the trend reviews containing inflationary language are up 28 percent in the second quarter of this year compared to the same period last year Priya Mudan, data science leader at Yelp, says we saw reviewers use inflation-related language at record levels, particularly in the dining, arts and entertainment, and travel categories. And what are the big hot ones right now in the summer? Yeah, dining out and travel, entertainment, that kind of thing. So it's all coming together at at the perfect time. She says, for the first time, reviewers are describing shrinkflation-related experiences where the size or quantity of goods are noticeably smaller. It's most often referenced, she says, at restaurants serving more affordable fare. Reviews mentioning inflation-related experiences jumped 38% year-over-year at casual restaurants, 36% at food businesses, and 30% at nightlife businesses. So... The more upscale restaurants and so on uh, do not uh, appear to have uh, been affected by this, at least not yet. But then again, if you cater to the more well-to-do clientele, you probably are less concerned with raising prices because they can afford it. But interesting data from the review site Yelp. Time once again for another collection of recipes from Kyra's Kitchen, as we like to do on Friday mornings. Finish up the week. My wife Kyra has joined us in the studio this morning. Good morning. Good morning. And we have, by the way, next week, I we've already got the recipes. You've yep. already got the recipes for next week. I already had my the, idea. <laughs> the uh, And I thought this is a great idea. The Ohio State Fair uh, opens yeah. next week. And so we've got uh, Ohio-inspired recipes yes. next week. Yep. Uh, in honor of the return of the Ohio State, State Fair. Fair. So Woo-hoo. we're pretty excited about that. Uh, today, actually, uh, these are kind of like all-American type of, yeah. uh, of recipes. Yeah. These would be good for a, a family outing, picnic, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, whatever you have uh, going on in that respect. And we're going to start with the sweet and sour hogs in a blanket. <laughs> this is a twist on the traditional pigs, pigs in, in a blanket. blanket. Yeah. Yes, because they're bigger. And so I, uh, eight ounce of your crescent dough sheet. A one fourteen ounce package of your skinless smoked sausage, uh, 
uh, Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce or any type of sweet and sour sauce, but I really like the Chick-fil-A <laughs> Polynesian, Chick-fil-A Polynesian okay. sauce. You can get that in the store now. Right. And your Dijon mustard. So preheat your oven to 375 degrees. Spray 24 mini muffin tin uh, with cooking spray. Use on a, cl- on a clean service. Lay out your crescent dough sheet flat. Then you're going to cut it into half. You're going to cut it in half. Okay. And then you're going to cut strips, about three, four inches, three, fourth inch thick strips. Okay. Then. So then cut cut your sausage links about an inch thick each. Um, roll each sausage piece into one strip of dough along the edge. Stretch the dough gently so it kind of goes around not completely, but almost around your sausage roll, and then you're going to put that in your mini pan. Okay. So with right. your sausage roll up. Okay. So so it's still peeking out a little bit. So it looks like it's in a blanket, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like a little baby. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Play, right. um, then uh, put each one of those in the uh, muffin tins, dollop with some of your... Uh, Polynesian sauce and your mustard and then bake at 375 for about 12 to 15 minutes or until golden brown and then transfer to a cooling rack and then place on a serving tray serve hot and enjoy so you're actually going to uh, put the Polynesian sauce the sweet and sour uh, mm-hmm. sauce and on the before. Uh, Dijon mustard before you, you serve uh, yeah. or before you uh, bake, bake them it. Yeah. so bake yep. right and in and then if you have some leftovers you could put that on the side so they for can dip for dipping if you want mm-hmm. yeah okay yep. so but you are going to bake it in. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, to go along with the sweet and sour hogs in a blanket, which, by the way, that's a, a really good, again, good um, potluck yep. uh, or uh, uh, family picnic mm-hmm. kind of uh, recipe yep. that doesn't take a whole lot nope. of time. It'd so. even be a good football. We're getting Ooh, ready yeah, to football we're getting, start. Yeah, before yeah. Uh, too long, you'll be yep. into tailgate season. Yep. So tailgate. we may have to uh, pull mm-hmm. that one out again yep. uh, for uh, tailgating. Yep. Uh, to go along with that, we have a baked bean casserole. Yes. So one pound ground beef, a half of a sweet onion, finely chopped, one bell pepper, um, cordon seeded and finely chopped, uh, two 16-ounch uh, cans of your porked uh, bacon beans, uh, your pork and beans, or and then a half a cup of barbecue sauce, a half a cup of ketchup, two tablespoons of spicy brown mustard, two tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, four tablespoons of brown sugar, and eight slices of pepperoni, all cut up. So preheat your oven to 350 degrees, grease a 9 by 13 inch baking dish with your nonstick spray uh, in a large saucepan, uh, ground your ground beef, brown your ground beef with your onions and your pepper until no longer peak add your um ba- your uh, pork and beans your sauce your barbecue sauce your ketchup your mustard all your other stuff uh, bring that to a simmer, let it cook for about five minutes, then transfer it into your baking dish and sprinkle with some uh, pepperoni or or your and or bacon, bacon? on top. Okay. Yep. And bake for about 45 it, to 55 minutes and let it stand for about 10 minutes before serving. No. Kind of thicken it up. You can, uh, you can leave off. Like for example, the pepperoni. I am not mm-hmm. big, and I know you. Yep. Uh, some people are big yep. on this. Make uh, their yeah. baked beans with pepperoni. I'm yeah. not big on that. So right. the bacon, though, I think is a yeah. uh, sprinkle it with really some, cool idea yeah. with this casserole. Yeah, well, that so, you sprinkle that on top if yeah. you want. So, yeah. um, but anyway, so yeah. you can kind of uh, however you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, personalize that. Or if you that, don't you like, like either of them, you can keep both of them out. Sure. Just use the hamburger. Yeah. And that's not going to really change the no. taste or anything. No, so. a little bit maybe, but not a whole lot. Yeah. No. In other words, you don't have to put more of something else in Correct. because you've taken out the pepperoni. Yeah. It's not nope. like that. So. Nope. Uh, the baked bean casserole. And then for dessert, we have mini Milky Way cheesecakes. Yes. I love making these. They're so easy and they're I mean, something easy to take. Um, when you're going somewhere again, so yeah. yep, so twelve round uh, uh chocolate sandwich cookies like Oreos, mm-hmm. uh twelve ounce uh brick of your cream cheese at room temperature, third cup 
of uh, granulated sugar, a pinch of salt, an egg, an egg yolk, um, three tablespoons of sour cream, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and two regular Milky Way bars chopped up. So preheat your oven to 325 degrees, line 12 standard muffin pans with your paper liner, place one cookie in the bottom of each of your muffin cups, and then set it aside using a a electric mixer, beat together your cream cheese and your sugar and your salt until smooth. And that's very important. Okay. And so do those three first before you go on with the rest of the steps gotcha. and scrape down your bowl and make sure that it's all because you everything is yes, mixed well together, mixed well together. Okay. And that cream cheese is cream. Oh, okay. And then beat in your egg and your egg yolk until blended and then Add your sour cream and your vanilla. Again, scrape it down. Make sure you're good. And then you might have to, so you don't have any chucks, chunks. Uh, you mm. might have to uh, beat it a little bit more. You don't want a chunky cheesecake. No. Nice. Then fold in half of your Milky Ways. Uh, uh, so don't use your mixer for that part. Fold that in by hand. Okay. Um, and then spoon each one over your cookie. Bake for 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and then right before it's set, sprinkle with a little bit more of your candy bars. Let it cool for about 30 minutes and refrigerate for at least four hours or so, even overnight. And then so that it's thoroughly set, thoroughly chilled, correct. and so on. And yep. again, uh, keep in mind, uh, as you were saying, this is a great one to take to yes. a, a day. Know, pot, make this the day before family and, dinner, mm-hmm. but make sure you keep it cool, right? Uh, again, because correct. you know it's cheesecake. cream cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you keep don't it want, in your cooler. Don't want to make people sick, so nope. definitely want to uh, be careful with that. Yep. But good stuff, uh, nonetheless. It's the sweet and sour hogs in a blanket, the baked bean casserole, and the mini Milky Way cheesecakes. We have those. Those recipes uh, posted on the Kyra's Kitchen Facebook page at Kyra's Kitchen WFIN. So check that out and like Kyra's Kitchen's uh, page on Facebook. We also have it uh, shared on the WFIN Facebook page and linked up at goodmornings.net. So you can find the recipes there. My wife, Kyra, thanks very much. You're welcome. And that will finish up our podcast for today. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us on the program. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each day on the show at our webpage, that, of course, goodmornings.net. Coming up Monday on the program, Raise the Bar, Hancock County has a handful of openings remaining in their apprenticeship program, offering earn-while-you-learn career opportunities. We'll learn more. And what's with all the hot weather around the world? Is it really another sign of global climate change so until monday morning that is good mornings for this morning now that you've had a good morning going out and make it a good day great weekend we'll catch you back here next week